Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What's up, y'all? It's Davey, y'all with Black Scent. What's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And this is Stories of the Streets. Stories of the Streets is sponsored by Rogue Media Network, Change Waco, the New Black Collective, Black Scent, and we can be found on all streaming services. Today, we have a very special guest, you know, as always, but, um, you know, we really, we really have, you know, a really special one for today, and we're kind of having a little, like, kind of part two you know later on so it's really a nice setup for you know what's to come um miss shower burns right yes you can go ahead and introduce yourself oh, okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hello hello everybody my name is char burns i am running for waco city council district five and so i'm here on the show today to kind of talk a little bit about that all right so funny story uh, Chara and I found out we were related like a few months ago. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, hey, girl!" But um, who was it? Did someone pass away or something like that? Lala. Yes. Yeah, so one of our uh, cousins passed away, and I was like, "Huh? She's posting her." I was like, "Oh, something seems a little fishy." Mm-hmm. And so I inboxed her, and I was like, "Hey." These are people, <laughs> but we we really had no idea. So it was kind of cool because we had already been talking about um, collaborating on some stuff as far as the new Black Collective and Think Learn and Play, and so it was just kind of cool. And I was like, okay, now I feel like we got a family thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been talking about her coming on the show for a little over a month, and I was really excited when I learned that you know she was running um, in a race for. Um, Waco City Council. Girl, I was District 5, West Waco. Okay, West Waco. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say the wrong district. That's why I wanted you to say it. <laughs> but I was really excited uh, when I learned that she was running for an office. So um, we talked, and here we are. Yes, 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 yes. So can you tell us a little bit about why you're running? Okay. So I am running. Um, I was actually, of course, inspired by my children and then also the families in the community who I've worked with. And so I just want to do some things for, of course, the children, but the families, the community. I want to do some things that I'm not seeing um, being done. And I just want to bring some new things into the community and contribute to the council for the city of Waco. So, um, more? Like, okay. tell details? You can yeah, you okay. whatever you yeah. want to do. <laughs> um, so basically, um, my platform is well, my my motto for my campaign is envisioning a more prosperous, inclusive, and united community. Um, 
I want to see more families prosper. I want to see more families be able to provide for their their children and for themselves. Um, I want to see more families get up to the level of middle class. And I also want to see small businesses, locally owned businesses, prosper and do well. I want to see more support from the community, especially our minority owned businesses. And so I really, really want to push for that. And I feel like I have been pushing for that, you know, through social media and things like that. But of course, I don't see a lot of that in District 5 as far as um, really pushing for minority owned and, you know, as far as leadership, that's not a main focus. But I feel that's very important um, for that to be a thing citywide across all districts. Right. Um, something else I want to do, which is um, real special to me, is um, bring more opportunities into the neighborhoods for families. And that's something that the parents, the families want themselves. They've been very vocal about it, about it as I've met them. And they just want the same opportunities as, you know, they may see in other neighborhoods or on the outskirts and things like that. But I want to bring more cultural experiences. We don't see a lot of that in District 5. Um, it is a diverse community, but it's West Waco. And so, you know, some people kind of feel like not necessarily that it doesn't belong, but it's just not there. So I feel that's really important, you know, um, for children and for families to really, really be united. And the only way is for them to kind of underst to understand each other more. And so that's where those cultural experiences come in at. I want to bring more educational programs and financial literacy, that type of thing into the neighborhoods, like closer, like they're available, but some families don't know how to get to it. You know, they feel that it's not as accessible to them as it is to other neighborhoods and things like that. And then also they just maybe need a little bit more. They need to be taught themselves on maybe why or how it could be beneficial to their, their family and themselves and, you know, their mm -hmm. children and all of that. So that's something um, that I really, really want to do and bring more of um, to District 5 and just the city um, because I am an educator. So I just kind of like to teach, you know, I just, um, I'm a natural teacher. And so I wanted to bring this program right now. I'm just calling it Burns uh, Community One-on-One. And so it's kind of like a community education program to kind of teach, well, to teach the, the families on what's available and about um, boards and commissions and about neighborhood association. Like, it's not really as accessible or the information. It's online, but it's not common knowledge. That's it's not common <laughs> knowledge. And I even reached out, you know, at a point in time and wanted to kind of get a better understanding. Like, I know what it is and I can see it, but I wanted to be able to have a, a sit down and right and that wasn't, it wasn't available to me. And I, I ran, I said, let me file and I'm going to run, you know, because even though I know about it, I wasn't able to just go and get that conversation that I, you know, wanted. I had to kind of wait, wait, and you know, those type of things should be available and the community should be able to uh, receive that education on it. It shouldn't be something that I have to dig for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I have families that say they want to be involved. They, you know, and they probably see different 
opportunities and things like that posted on social media and they maybe hear about it in their communities. Um, but they just want to feel more connected to their, their representative for their area. And that's what I want to do. Right. I, I feel like I'm that person that's just going to do it naturally. So what areas are considered a district five? What parts of West Waco? Oh my goodness. Um, so it is the um, corridor, the Highway 84 in Woodway, all the way out to right before you get to McGregor. A lot of people don't know that. Um, it's the China Spring area. And then um, one half of Lakeshore, you know, by the lake, you kind of wrap around um, Park Lake. It's one half of Park Lake and MacArthur. So the opposite side is District 4. Um, and then it's also the Wooded Acres area, the Waco High area. That's what I was wondering. Lake Air and Hillcrest. That's a very diverse group. I it is. I didn't know all that. Until, like, West <laughs> it Waco. is. You say West Waco and I immediately just think of Huey the one way and stop. Yeah. And then, you know, further you know, close McGregor and Lorena further out. But like, that's not really you know, Waco. I didn't mm-hmm. know. That. That's something that I really want to emphasize to people. You know, when I first said that I wanted to run for District 5, the first thing people think of is Woodway and, you know, all of that. But I'm not going to say that the different parts are like night and day, but to a certain extent, they kind of are. are. And I just feel like, you know, all parts of the district need to be represented, you know, and I feel like those districts may you know, have different needs, you know, like we all want good for our families and all of that, but there are different needs. That's a large socioeconomic um, skill. Living in Hewitt and then hearing the rest of what's considered the Waco, West Waco. It's like, oh. Yeah, (laughs) that just blew my mind too. (laughs) Oh my, hold on. Cause I was thinking the area, like you said, Wooded Acres and like Mm -hmm. Bottom Mall. That's what I was thinking. But it's also Park Lake and, when you say McGregor, them. and that changes the oh, whole that yeah. that changes a lot too because yeah. some of those people may be very low income because they are. I mean, I know people think McGregor is like oh, well, it's place. not actually deep in. It's right before you get there, and so it's more like um, you know, like the twin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't go deep in, and so um, some of those people out there do have the McGregor addresses with their district five, but. um yeah, it's a big area. That's a lot. It's huge yeah. when I look at it on the map. <laughs> yeah. That changes the narrative of everything, though, because when you think um, of those different areas, just when you said Woodway, I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, what? Uh-huh. And so um, not all parts of it, but some of it. And it's just, you know, um, different school districts. They didn't just Waco ISD. You know, right. it's Midway and then also China Spring. And so... um. Yeah, it's 20,000 registered voters in District 5. So I'm like, there's some room for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Wow. That's, that's really mind-blowing. I'm just like, oh, it's a lot of different areas. And you think of, like I said, the socioeconomic status of those just those different areas within that one district. And that's a, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and so how do you service the needs of like so many different groups of people? Have you been taking like polls? Like what have you been I doing? I have, um, I do have an official survey that is going to go out, but I've, I guess you can say unofficially, but you know, I take my notes and all of that. Um, I am connected with families on each end. 
You know what I mean? And so when I talk to a family that's like on the other side of the spectrum, you know, as far as, um, uh, what was the word? I don't know the proper word, so I'm not even going to go there. But, um, you know, she lives in the neighborhood next to the golf course, the, the country club, you know. And so I talked to her and I was a little bit nervous because at the time I didn't know if she was actually going to support the campaign. And she, uh, the first donation I got was from her. I didn't catch it because of the maiden name. But anyway, she's 100% uh, supportive of the campaign. And so when I told her the neat, the concerns that I have and some of the other families, I didn't expect her to say, and she was, she said it, she was just like, um, no, those are the same things I want for my family. And those are, those are important to me as well. And so that really made me feel at ease, you know, as I um, was going to get ready to go and talk to more families, you know, um, from that area, you know, because sometimes we think, even though they have different needs, there's some of them, a lot of people from different backgrounds and, you know, ethnicities and races and all that, they still are supportive of the needs that we have. And so everyone isn't, you know, right. racist and all of that. But that's kind of what's painted, you know, the yeah. picture that's painted. And those people do exist, but, you know, at it's the same time. Yeah. yeah. So that really made me feel good. And that kind of boosted my confidence um, with running and representing that area. You know, that's the area that I grew up in. So, I mean, why not? Why not run? You right. know? So it's been... It's gotten a lot easier. That was the one of the main things, though. You know, I had a little bit of feedback from not not from very many people, but some people just like their needs are different in that area. This may offend them, and I'm just like, you know, but I can't omit the people who need some of the things that I'm trying to bring or the approaches, and I have to represent everyone. You know, right. I can't. That's the whole point. That's some yeah. of the points that I have in my campaign inclusiveness. You know, I can't say, oh, I'm not going to represent this group because it's less of, no. So it's everybody. Have you faced like any just challenges like this? You know, even when you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to run. Like when you decide that you're a run and when you're asking people, like are there people who are just like, oh, no, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Or I, like yeah, that, I did. Know? I had someone actually try to talk me out of running you know of course i'm still in the race you know um i think that they are a lot more confident you know as they've gotten to continue talking to me and kind of see my approaches and see how i'm received but i felt like i was received well in the community anyway just because what i'm doing is from the heart is genuine and that's, that's just who i am so i'm just taking it a Stepping it up a notch, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I'm just being me, but you know, this time it's a little, uh, a little bit more judgment versus me just doing things on my own and not running for an actual position. Yeah. So yeah, I just block that out and it's you know just block it out and regroup. Yeah. Stay focused. Yeah. When is y'all's election day? Uh, it's May first. Okay. Yes, early voting, I believe, starts April 19th. So I'm pushing for, like, early voting. 
Come on, vote early. Early voting, like, made a slam hit last, you know, election. A lot of people went on early voting. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 So, um, one of the things that I'm working on bringing into District 5 is a voter's registration drive. You know, those are going to happen in some of the other areas of town. But I feel, which I've said this since day one, I feel it's important for me to have a voter's um, registration drive. And, you know, kind of going back to what you said, you know, one of, uh, some of the feedback I got was, well, that's not really needed. But it's like there are people yeah. in District 5 who are not registered to vote. Yeah. One of my things I want to push is raising voter awareness. And be- because it's not the majority of, you know, the district, that doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be there. Right. So um, I want to do that. I'm really excited about that. And so just looking for more community support with that, you know, to put on some of these things and I just want to make it happen. You know, put some of um, what I believe in and some of the things I want to do, kind of put some of it in action throughout the campaign. Right. So, like yes. that. If you need help, let me know. Uh, I was about okay. to say, yeah. we're about, are you registered? Yeah. As a voter? Yeah. yeah. We're both, <laughs> we're both uh, voter registrars. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. We were registering people. That's one of the main things Blackson did like last year. We uh-huh. really tried to go out and get people registered to vote. Mm-hmm. And it's really surprising how many people, young, old, yes. all that kind of stuff, are still not registered to vote. So yeah. I definitely think that's a like a, a necessity, especially you got more people coming to Texas like every day, mm-hmm. you know. So you, you got people that you know move in and they're registered, you know, wherever they did stay, and not have to get re-registered in Texas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not you know. People are gonna just hate and say whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really glad that's what I was about to say. But I've been trying yeah. to be on my best behavior, but <laughs> people will always have something to say, and it is what it is. I always be like, are "You are you gonna do it?" Yeah. No, they're not. They're not, and that's when I'm just like, oh, "They don't okay. want to be bothered." No, and they don't want to be the person that has to take the heat either. And <laughs> some people, yeah, don't have you know just the the strength to deal with that, and it takes like a real. You have to have a real passion for that. You yeah. Know, to get out there and, you know, make mistakes and, you know, try to make decisions that you think are going to be the best for, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a little relevant right now, so I'm bring it up. But, you know, Ted Cruz. This is what uh-huh. you can't do. He's our, what, like, senator, right? Yeah. 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 And um, It's killing me. Yeah. It's just like, you know. Like, the memes and stuff. <laughs> it's so disappointing just because, like, that is somebody you like would expect to be on the front lines trying uh-huh. to make sure everything's going right, and he's like trying to you know get some reward. I'm more. just like, did he? Well, maybe he thought he was just gonna be under the radar, but then he had the police escort him, so that kind of raised... I didn't even know that. Well, I, that's what I read I, I, I that he called them and like had them escorted. I didn't know that. Uh huh. That's what I read uh, that he called the. <laughs> and I, I, I thought saw, I read that. I, I think I read that too, but I thought it was a joke because I only I only saw the pictures of like <laughs> someone like on the plane taking pictures of him. So I'm like, that's funny. And then they like, have their people leaking stuff to the media. You know, the friends in the group chats are leaking all the information. And I'm like, I know the cell phone companies didn't release this yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It was, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, we, we need real people who are who passionate about you know real change. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're not <laughs> just trying to get a paycheck or just get the ability to get a police escort mm-hmm. to the, you know airport. So you know, thank you, you know, for really yeah. sticking it out and really you know sticking to your guns and trying to just yeah, I'm push. Excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> just getting more comfortable. Um, 
you know, speaking to larger groups of people about it. But, you know, when it's something you're passionate about, it, it eventually just flows. Yeah. So, yeah, just looking forward to more opportunities to share with the community on some of the things I I want. I'm kind of holding on to some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> Are you going to be doing any uh, any public events or anything? I am so... I am trying to get some meet and greets going. Um, just trying to figure out the the way to go about it as far as uh, families hosting or maybe through some of the small businesses. You know, I've been meeting with different business owners and things like that within the community. And so um, there aren't as many businesses in District 5. It's more of, it's a, residential mostly Mm -hmm. and when I looked at my map I thought it was like I thought I had all of Valley Mills I don't know why I thought that (laughs) and then when I looked at my map it like eliminated all of these businesses I was like oh my goodness so um you know connecting with them and trying to get some things going um trying to build my team but hey if not uh, it's me I'm good I'm not gonna quit uh, I really like to see like it'd be dope if a lot of um not a lot but if we can get more just like uh businesses of color like you know in, yeah. throughout the west and there's a lot of places like I you know this I live in Hewitt so I'm always like just thinking about Hewitt but there's like a whole little marketplace area that they built kind of near like the police station and stuff uh-huh. like that and I'm like y'all ain't, you know nothing's over here yet you know yeah you know, people have you know plenty of time to kind of get in and you know do something, either bring something that's on the other side of town closer to everybody else mm-hmm. or just do something completely new and just add a whole new business to it. But I know that um, I thought that there was one beauty supply store. I thought it was part of my district. And like I said, it it's not. And I'm like, <laughs> there was one. And she may, I think she moved. But the other one is not within the district. And, you know, that's something that I know some of the families in China Spring want yeah. and all of that. You know, some of the natural hair products and stuff like that is very limited. You know, they have to go to the dollar store yeah. for it. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I went to, I won't say the name of the business, but I went and they sell lots and lots of hair product and shampoos like several dozen mm-hmm. and so i just knew there was a natural hair product in there for my girls and i went in there and i searched and searched and she go uh the lady that worked there she searched it on her um her phone and she was like oh yeah we have kids too i'm like okay you know and um uh, she was just like oh wait never mind that's um that's baton rouge this is waco texas baby <laughs> and i was like <laughs> what yeah. And, you know, that's kind of, for some people, that's the tone that they have for yeah. that area. This is Waco, Texas. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with what, natural hair? Like, there are people yeah. in Waco that have natural hair and in this district, you know. That? And so there is a lack of um, supplies for, you know, children who have natural hair and yeah. in the district. And so that's, you know, concerning to me that that was the response. But that's just the tone. And that's, you know, something that I want to kind of change yeah i like that um i don't know i I, I think hair is a people don't really like realize how important hair is to a lot of people especially it's very important yeah (laughs) and 
I'm thinking about like you know Hubert again, but it really had upset me because I graduated from Midway, mm-hmm. and Midway has like this policy where guys' hair can't get past like their inlet ears and uh-huh. something like that. So like when um dreads you know get too long, they were trying to stop people from walking the stage, and there was like a kid at elementary school that they were like telling the parent like, no, you have to cut his hair because it's too long and too mm-hmm. distracting. And it's like that doesn't really make sense to me. Like it doesn't. Yeah. yeah like you know. And that kind of, I feel like, plays into the whole, you know, not having certain products to cover yeah. certain bases. And it's not, it's like I hate it because some people aren't consciously aware of, like, what's going on. They don't really see that they're, like, you know, kind of doing a disservice to people. Yeah. And then there's some who, like, know exactly what they're doing and just don't, you know, care. Or they, yeah. Yeah. They feel that they can get away with it. Yeah. It's not going to be, you know. And so it's, it can be offensive. You know, I haven't really been myself personally been faced with um too many situations like that that was why that one time it kind of threw you back it threw me back and i was just like wow i kind of spoke out against it and um i can't remember if it was i think it was before i filed i don't think that registration had um the filing period had opened but definitely something to work towards i feel that you know that store i'm gonna say the name that (laughs) store definitely should have um Natural hair products. Yeah. You know, because you have black customers that shop there and support your store. You have other products and it's like, well not why not provide, you know, yeah. the things that they need. Especially if you have the ability to. Mm-hmm. I also know Okay. I was just gonna ask because you mentioned filing. So like could you talk a little bit about the process of like trying to run, you know, for you know, a position in the uh-huh. city government? Um, as far as the application process? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, so the application was online and, um, it, you know, I filled it out in its entirety. It's required to be filled out in its entirety and you have to get it notarized. And so once I had it filled out, I took it up to the city hall and I got it notarized there by the, um, city secretary and took my oath, you know, that everything was, um, Honest, my all my answers were. Oh, sorry, all my answers were honest, and um, that I was, you know, in my right mind, and you know that sort of thing. And so, um, after that, I, you know, went over the handbook and some of the deadlines. There are various um, different deadlines as far as for financial reports and things like that. And so I, um campaign treasurer is required and all of that and so um throughout the campaign you know you have to be ethical as far as um you know not bashing your opponents and things like that and then also there's a disclosure that has to be on the bottom of every sign and it has to say you know that you are that basically the money that um, it's advertisement on behalf of your campaign and all of that. And so just, you know, that sort of thing, it's, that's pretty basic. Um, I think the financial reports are more complex. And so I'm still learning about that yeah. and all of that. The first deadline hasn't came up yet. But, um, yeah. Well, thank you. Because, you know, I didn't really know. Like, yeah. You know, for all the little educating that we kind of do, mm-hmm. you know, on the side, there's still always stuff to learn. Mm-hmm. So. It is. Definitely. I'm learning as I go. So, um, 
throughout the process, you know, I don't mind being transparent and sharing and things like that. And so that's my main thing. Like I said, is educating the community on how things work in general to run the city and different departments and just all of that. So. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. That's definitely you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I made this black Senate put out this document, you know, last year for the elections going over everybody who's running like all the different candidates. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who are like, I didn't know, you know, how many, you know, people were running for, you know, all our different counties mm-hmm. and, you know, what this position was and what that position was. And I'm like, Dang, like that's crazy. Like, you yeah. know, you, you know, we need to know this stuff. Like, it, you don't need to just memorize every single just detail of it, but at least knowing just a basic understanding mm-hmm. will help. Because a lot of people don't realize how much you know the people who directly represent our like city governments have yeah. more control over what goes in our day to day life than mm-hmm. our president and stuff like that. So, yeah, you you being like, you know, I want to be transparent. I want people to know what's up. Is like. You know, really good. Yeah. You know, I hope people yeah. pay attention to that and gravitate towards that because that's a big, you know, step that a lot of people don't just, you know, utilize. Um, I'm bringing one more live politician and I'll shut up. But <laughs> I was like, I was a really big, um, like, Beto fan. When he was uh-huh. like Beto work. I went to, like, his, like, uh, speech when he came down to Waco and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I hated when, like, his... Um, they 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 discovered that like people like his elders and stuff like that were like slave owners or something like mm-hmm. that, and that's kind of what ruined his reputation for his like campaign. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why he stepped down and stuff like that. But before he did that, um, he got like I remember seeing like you know Facebook or like Twitter posts of him just like taking kind of the 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 lead on it and was like, yeah, I found this out about my family history. I didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. part of the reason, or maybe you said I didn't know, and part of the reason why, you know, I'm trying to do what I'm doing is because I want to help make up for the things that they did, you mm-hmm. know, in the past. And I thought that was really, like, bold. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it didn't feel, like, kind of a genuine, like, it didn't feel not genuine. It didn't feel like yeah. he was trying to just save face and fix something. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, here is legitimate something that is questionable. People are questioning me now. Let me, you know, you know, you know, address it so I can still try to just, have you know some support behind mm-hmm. it and kind of threw a lot of off and then a lot of people didn't really you know like his policies and stuff like that so of course he just didn't really just pan out the way that you know people wanted but he, yeah yeah but i thought that was really yeah know, i thought that was yeah that was real bold. yeah real yeah exactly kind of just more what we need you know people yes. just being genuine people really want to just make a change it's and so much out. easier to be genuine yeah <laughs> <laughs> just be yourself and Easier. Yeah. Right now, uh, the page that's up is the Facebook page. It's um, Char Burns, C-H-A-R-R-A Burns, B-U-R-N-S, for Waco City Council District 5. And so the Instagram page is going to eventually come up and a website. Okay, look, I'm trying to tag you and someone. <laughs> Hold on, I can't even be sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like actively trying to post, and I'm like, oh, I can't find it, so I'm at that. <laughs> and then are y'all taking like uh, donations and stuff yet, or is that kind of sign? Yes, okay. so I am uh, accepting donations. Um, I have a PayPal, and I have a Cash App. And so all of those, both of those are listed on the um, campaign Facebook page. It's um, 
The cash app is um, dollar sign char for district five. And so the PayPal is similar to that as well. But just to be safe, it's all on my yeah, on my campaign yeah. page, yeah. and I think yeah. I'm I'm just gonna share some of your um campaign visuals and stuff anyway, because okay. I'm like okay, but we're trying to get you some support. I saw yeah. the t-shirts. Oh yes, how's yes. that going? Well, um, I'll have them in my hands this week. Okay. I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. I have my signs and my cards and my t-shirts in my hand. Um, this week, um. I'll, oh, um, I'll be in the neighborhoods this week as well. Uh, today, I actually have a community cleanup at 2 o'clock on Park Lake Drive. And so I have a group of us and my husband and my children will be out there uh, teaming up with Keep Waco Beautiful, cleaning up the area. So trying to um, get to my stride and, you know. Right. Yes. Yeah, so excited. To- what about running mates? Jeremy Davis is running for um, Waco ISD School Board District 1, which is the East Waco area. And so we'll be teaming up to do some things as far as events and, of course, promoting and supporting one another. So um, we're we're really excited about that because we have a lot of the same. uh, We have similar visions. You know, we both we've both worked with children and. We want some of the same things for the families in the communities and things like that. Um, so we're really excited about that. And yeah. Anybody else that you want to throw up there? Who else? Oh, um, I also support the campaign of Keith Gullery. He is running for Waco, the Waco ISD school board, and he's an at large position. So he is going to represent all of Waco. Basically, all of Waco can vote for him. Gotcha. So, yes. Okay. Yes. Have you teamed up with any of the um, black businesses or anything in Waco? I know everybody's not in your district, but do you have the support of, like, the chamber or anybody like that? Or um, have you talked to them? Yes, I have. The I've talked to... The African American and the Hispanic Chamber, um, you know, I wanted them to get to know me a little more and I wanted to learn more about them and what they do for the community. And they, you know, were supportive of the things that I would like to do. And um, I really just want to push what they do out into the community for the small business owners, for sure. Um a lot of the community do know about them, but, you know, they may need that extra push or yeah. encouragement to actually join to kind of see that, you know, it could be very beneficial to them. And so I'm excited to get that information out there to District 5 and anybody else within the city who, you know, would like to connect or that I may connect with so they can possibly join and get that going, raising awareness. Right. The Syntex Chamber has really been amazing, too. Like, we are all, like, <laughs> unofficially adopted, like, their kids. So, <laughs> it's been really cool. Um, Like, Black Cent or the New Black Collective, like, we haven't really officially joined, but they've always been very supportive. Uh-huh. And that's the reason that I asked is because, like, even though, you know, we haven't joined, they've taken us under their wing, like, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and most of the community leaders have. Yeah. So, that's why I ask, like, how's it been? Because I know that they are, like, very supportive. And any way we can help as well, we're willing to help. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. 
Send I'm excited. Get out there, people calling and texting them, and hey, you know, I've got you number for so and so. Yeah. <laughs> is there any way I can help? It's like, oh, yeah, you know. Hey, stranger. Yeah. All, the, all, all the help is greatly appreciated. Yes. Yeah, so just let us know, like, the best way that um, we can help you. Um, the New Black Elected does have a website. Um, so if there's anything that you would like for us to post or anything like that, please let us know how okay. that can help you or if we can link your stuff and yes, we, we can, can make something up yes <laughs> we can make something <laughs> that sounds up good. and i'll definitely be sharing your stuff on our instagram and our other social media platforms because i know instagram has gone very well for us for some odd reason um really? but yeah i think instagram is like um says pool of millennials who are like what is this and what is yeah. this and what is yeah. this and even they're like uh, you need to get on there and put it on instagram i'm like okay i started an instagram account for my i had one from a long time ago and didn't really use it which is you know weird but <laughs> <laughs> and then i started one from my business think learn play and so i'm like let me get back on there and connect with the yes the, the, the younger youngies. yes for sure um <laughs> One of the things that Jeremy and I wanted to do was make sure that all of the seniors, the high school seniors, are registered to vote in their families. And oh, that's so, cool. Yes. yes. I would love to do that. Let yes. us know. <laughs> yes. We're trying to figure out the, the best way to do, do that to where we're in compliance because it's kind of different with, you know. Minor. And then also now that he is running, oh, yeah. you know, because he has... He is the founder of Mentor Waco, and so he already was connected with the schools on that level, you know, with that. And so it's a little bit different now. So we're just trying to figure out the best way to do that because this right. we've had plans, you know, for a while. We're just trying to push them out and things have kind of changed a little bit, but we want to for sure do that. That would be cool. Yeah. I never even thought of it. Yeah, we <laughs> get a, a lot of young. stuff that I and him and, you know, we would like to do. And so we just... We the support of the community and like you know how y'all said y'all are willing to help like we I really need that and right you know the candidates need that because it's about the community and you know one person can't really do it all you know so um, I do have volunteers to go out into the neighborhoods and help door hang and you know get information out there but I am accepting more volunteers for that too okay <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, is there anything else that you need that the community the, can help with as volunteers? That's the main thing to me. It's very important um, to have a team, you know. And so I'm looking for more people who are committed to serving the community. Because I feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to the things that I want. Because I feel like I have the best, I know that I have the best interest of everyone. And I just want our community, community to continue to grow and move in the same direction as the other districts. And I just feel District 5 for sure needs to be pulled, you know, a different way. Right. <laughs> and I know that you're here for your campaign, but do you want to talk about your business at all? Yes, I can talk about that. Um, so <laughs> I left, um, I'm not in the classroom right now. And so I'm a certified teacher, but I'm not in the classroom. And so, I ended up starting a business um, when COVID happened and it's called Think, Learn, Play. And so what it is, is that I create hands-on learning activities, a sensory box 
like a kit, you know, a learning kit. And so when I first created it, it was geared towards ages three through eight and just any child. Hands-on learning is good for any child. And so a lot of people really connected with it because, you know, our early learners learn well, hands-on. And then also um, for the parents who have children with special needs, it really um, got their eye, you know, the sensory Using the five senses and the hands-on thing is real good for children who have special needs, maybe autism or has have sensory issues or, you know, all of that. So that's what I do. Um, there are about seven to eight activities in each one. Each box comes with a set of instructions so that the parents know how to use it. And um, once that happened, I started to provide distance learning support to families <laughs> We were in a crisis um, because of COVID. You know, everybody was terrified to send their children back to school. I didn't send my children back to school right away. Um, And I provided distance learning support to uh, children of various districts. I even had some children coming to me from Dallas ISD um, because they had family here. And everybody was just kind of here and there from the extended break, you know. And so I would provide that support and eventually – Some of them returned back to school, then a few would come back, you know, because of the school shutting down, you know, having to quarantine and close down the whole school. And so it went well, you know, I was able to manage it pretty good and um, also provide tutoring um, to children as well for after school. So that's what that's what I do with Think, Learn, Play. And how can they reach you for that? Oh, they can go to www.thinklearnplay.com and I also have a Facebook and Instagram uh, Think Learn Play so the Facebook page is Think Learn Play by Chara Burns and then the Instagram is just Think Learn Play I can be contacted those ways do you have anything else you want to tell the people do I want to tell the people anything else (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Okay. Well. As I, all. I was going to say, am I doing it? <laughs> you can go. All right. Um, as always, thank you, you know, for coming on. Thank you all for having me. No, of course. And, you know, good luck with your campaign. You know, we hope, they, you know, when's the election? You said May. May 1st, so but we're pushing for early voting. Yeah. April 19th. April 19th. So. <laughs> Our hope in May we're hearing, you know, that you take an office and we'll be, you know, the new District 5, the city council. Yes, yes, yes. And as always, you know, um, you know I said that like twice, but I started. <laughs> <laughs> Stories in the Streets is sponsored by, you know, Black Scent, the new Black Collective, Change Waco and Road Media. We can be found on Spotify and Stories of the Streets. On Apple Podcasts, the Stories of the Streets, Instagram is Stories of the Streets underscore. And as always, please send us an email at Stories of the THA Streets at gmail.com if you want to be a guest. This has been a Rogue Media Network podcast.